Welcome to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie March, the Senior Food and Dining Editor at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. And I'm being joined this lovely bucolic morning by Ms. Elizabeth Reese. Oh my goodness. Good morning, Steph. I just want you to know, I posted to my Insta story a video (laughs) of me walking outside of the front of my house through the snow. And the caption is just, nothing about this is okay. (laughs) Nothing is okay. Nothing is okay. And you know what the theme of the show today is? We just decided, Steph, when we rolled in in our winter hats, our winter boots, my full-length coat. Thermal pants. It's hashtag eat your feelings day. Eat your feelings day, everybody. I started today my bright morning when I left my house. It was not snowing. And I was like, I'm going to stop at Belcour oh. and get a chocolate croissant from Which a girl. Ha- like, for hope. for me. That's I'm right. so happy. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> and yesterday on the Twitters, I actually was like, I want mashed potatoes for lunch today. I saw that. And I was that like, was this a is idea. a day. And yeah. I, that is exactly it. So we're going to say it. We're going to call it. Eat your feelings today. Eat your feelings day because that's the only thing that you can do in this sort of situation when we're getting like eight to 12 inches of snow in the middle of April. I'm declaring, I mean, this is mid April, folks. It's April 14th. Well, you know, yesterday was the, is the median day for ice out on Lake Minnetonka. Unbelievable. I mean, like, it's supposed to be like, oh, there's the water again. And the stream no. trout fishing season opened today, yes! Steph. <laughs> Get your lines in the water, boys. Get them in there. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to actually put that. I haven't done the Facebook question because, yes, we just rolled in in time. Um, but I am going to put the Facebook question up that is, actually, Hope, will you do it? Um, and we're going to have it be, what is your, what is your, eat your feelings food today? Yeah. Okay. What, is, what are you going to eat today? Yeah. You know. How ho- are you going to eat your feelings today? How are you going today? to eat your feelings today? That's good. I like and that. And maybe even call us throughout the show. Yeah. Like, what are you putting in the slow cooker? What are you doing in the instant pot? Yeah. What are you like braising, yep. throwing in the oven? Because let's do it's that. Time Actually, to eat let's your feelings. put that all. We'll do that at the end of the show with the Ask Stephanie portion. Great. And make you guys and you guys all call in and let us know what you're doing. And get the inspiration. I'll yes. tell you what I've got going in a little bit too. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, let's talk about TCL because you guys have some news that was just discussed in a little promo, but let's talk about oh, it. Oh, thank you. Twin Cities Live Food Fest. Fashion Fun is expanding to 90 minutes starting on Monday. Oh, it starts on Monday already. It starts on Monday. This is a huge deal. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, the show has been on the air now for almost 10 years. It'll be 10 years on April 21st. It's our 10th birthday. Wow. And it's a crazy thing, Steph, because when you work in TV, and I've been on the show for nine, when you work in TV, you are constantly thinking, like, who knows how long this is going to go. I always say, like, I never know which show is going to be my last. I'm just hoping that show is not today. Right. And I always joked with our executive producer, who she and I are very, very good friends. And I always said, when we hit 10 years, Mandy, we got to find a backup plan. We better figure something out. We better have something else on the docket that we're ready to do because we're going to be out of here. Yeah, it's like there's no chance. Because you just think, like, everything has a life and you never know how long it's going to go. And the beauty of it is that Twin Cities Live has been so embraced by this community. It really has. It has not only just done well it has just excelled and expanded and i feel like we're just now even hitting like a stride that i never could have imagined even just a couple of years ago so not only are we reaching 10 years and not being canceled we're being expanded expanded we'll air from three to four and then tcl at four will air starting uh four to four thirty starting on monday It's going to be really exciting. So we'll have more food, more fashion, more fun. All new, all fresh. You know, we're live and local all the time where the other guys take a lot of breaks. Yeah. We do not. Nope. 100%. 
I am excited. I'm actually coming on on Tuesday. Yay. To talk about neighborhoods, like hot food neighborhoods. Are you going to be in the four o'clock? I, I don't know now. <laughs> now that you say this, all of a sudden I was like, I felt like this was starting in May. Maybe I should check with our producer. Maybe your I producers. should find out what time Maybe I'm supposed to show up. Yeah. yeah, it'll be really exciting. We're we're excited. The one cool thing about it when the show started, and I'm sure sometimes you think about this with Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, was the question, is there enough content in this community to sustain <sighs> yes. publications and television shows, you know, are there enough ideas? And the beauty is we've never once run out of ideas. No. We're always turning things down because we don't have time and we don't have room. Yeah. So hopefully this will allow us the freedom to include some more cool things in our show. We have some cool franchises that we're starting, some really just like... I think the four is going to have an interesting feel to it that'll be yeah. a little bit fresher than three, so I'm excited. Now, is the four also going to be broadcast at like 1 a.m.? Yeah, along so with the, right now okay. we broadcast at 12 or at 1.07 a.m. Yeah. It's bumping up to 12.37 a.m. Okay, because I do get, I will tell you that, I mean, a I shocking know. number of people say they saw me and I'm like, I thought you, you we know, get they're like, great no, it's, ratings at 1 a.m. Yeah, it's the yeah. 1 a.m. broadcast. We do. So it'll bump up to 12.37, so you'll be able to watch the full 90 minutes. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, God. we How? are excited. Very, It'll be awesome. great. And, you know, I love stopping by here, too, because a lot of times I get to talk about some of the recipes that we've made on Twin Cities Live. That's where I try a lot of great food in the I Twin know, Cities. I know. It really is. It's Well, you get a lot of people coming to visit you to show you fun things. Yeah. And I think that's so awesome. It is great. <gasps> now, you are, you did a, you went and saw Lori's new shop. Lori Kroll has her new store, Golden Fig. So this is another fun way. I love that you that you put these two together because Lori Kroll was on the first day of Twin Cities Live. She was the first, one of the first guests. Oh my and God. so she's been on with us since the beginning. And, and it was so, she's such a great fit because Golden Fig started in 2006 as a purely local food purveyor. She's since expanded to more American made, but artisanal types of foods from all over the country. Um, but now she just expanded. And I wanted to make sure everybody knew because there was like a little mix up that people said, oh, there's a new restaurant going into the Golden Fig space. So sad that Golden Fig yeah, closed. Yeah, I know. I know. It did not close. It did close. not close. She moved next door. Yeah. So go to Golden Fig. You're just see, you're going to see it next door, but the space is double the size yeah. that it was. Yeah. I did a blog post on it because I was that enamored with how much oh, more space and fun stuff there it's was. It's really great. And when you walk in, you, when you used to walk into the Golden Fig, I mean, it, it's, it was lovely and charming, but there were just tons of racks and Lori didn't have room to bring in new products products that she was excited about bringing in. So she just took this plunge. And I just think that's a really cool thing when we talk about like local food and local businesses that not only is she thriving after 12 years in that location, she's doing well enough that she can expand. She's going to add an espresso machine. I heard that. Yes. At some point she's got like, you know, they do amazing cheese samples there. She has Listen, room for more events. Her, she's going to add more chocolates. Yeah. Her entire gig for me is, and that was the post that I did was called Golden Fig Beats Amazon. Yeah. Because the thing about it is, is like you go into her store and you learn things. Like she is one of my sources, you guys, for print material mm -hmm. because she knows so much about local purveyors and people who are making things. Talk about makers of Minnesota. She knows, or anywhere, she yeah. knows small batch makers who are doing things and you get, she'll, she's happy to rip open a bag and let you sample. Who does that? I know. And she was doing it long before anybody else was. Yes. I mean, she was making her spice blends. Starting in 1996. Well, let me tell you what, Lori, the reason I know Lori is because in 1996, she and I together sort of were in this little uh, group starting our own worlds. And she was just beginning to make her spice blends and her stuff. And I was like, I think I'm going to be a writer. Wow. That was it. That's how we met. And she was, hadn't, wasn't married, hadn't been pregnant, nothing. Oh, it was gosh. like, we were these fresh faced little things who were like, 
Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a good idea, you know? And so I, Lori and I sort of have this weird little, like... A bond. We've been through all of it. Yeah. So it I'm, is really great. So if you get the chance to stop by, it's right on Grand Avenue. And again, it's the location is... Um, it's right by the Punch Pizza, Pizza on Grand. It's yeah. across from... Um, like that loft store. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the, the Falvin, Skirden, yep. Fierden. It's a little further down. If you take the oh, exit it? to Dale, okay. that's where I always go. I always exit on Dale and then take a right. And yeah. then you're right there. But um, go. You can get all sorts of things for dinner. She also, if you're craving spring, she has this darling little tulip stand going on right now. And it's well, two and bucks a And her milk stem. glass, too. All of the cool milk glass stuff. And she's got this new cleaner. This this new, if you want to do spring cleaning, yes. she's got this refillable station where you go and you fill up. Yeah. And it's this non-toxic, natural, all-natural formula, I feel like. It's amazing. It's and called it's, like Common Good or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And you can go and you get these super cute glass bottles oh. of... Like for dish soap, yes. and then you just fill then it up just wholesale, it. and then you just keep bringing it back, so which is really great. I I had a fantastic time. It's definitely worth stopping by and um, seeing her store. Oh and my I God. ate a lot, and I bought a lot, and I was so happy. You were happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at. I just want a quick note. I was at Parlor St. Paul, <gasps> which is opening on Monday. I'm dying. You're gonna. I know. I okay. So you know, the parlor burger has like such a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about the parlor burger almost it. every time you're on because I we're both obsessed. Love with it. it, and I'm obsessed with it. And it is the last food that I ate before I checked myself into the hospital to give birth to my first child. <laughs> we were going <laughs> the Bernie I was being burger induced. So yeah. yeah, it is like the Bernie burger. So we stopped there. It is my favorite burger. But sometimes, like now, going to parlor. As it's like an bit, older person yeah. with a mother of two. I've been craving that burger, but I don't, I'm not like bringing my kids there. No, this is, you could bring your kids to this, you think? to the St. Paul. Yeah, it's definitely more of a diner feel. Great. But it's a finer diner. You know, it's a little bit more fancy, but it's still going to be, it's not, I mean, like fancy. Right. You know what I mean? But it's still very, it's very casual. It's very fun. It's, it's going to be cool. It's like there's a bar section, a lounge section, the diner section, and then a waiting room area. Wow. I know. I wonder if the guys, because it's Jester, right? The, yeah. So I wonder if those guys which Brent Frederick who's one of those partners I went to high school with so we've been I friends forever and um I mean I won't even tell the stories about the parties we used to have at his parents I house. have no <laughs> doubt about his <laughs> capabilities as a teenager to it get was, it going it was pretty fun yeah but um Brent I know they you know they're behind Burrow and I wonder if they anticipated that parlor was going to sort of overtake everything I don't think they did no because Burrow is the restaurant above yeah. which is beautiful and, and lovely great and, and then parlors below but this parlor burger people went crazy for and now parlors s- taken on a life of its own yeah I think they they helped set the cocktail tone in the city mm-hmm. you know as an independent and I think that they I think it was the right time for that to just sort of take over as as it being not just a separate not just like a side thing but mm-hmm. as a full concept yeah that's what I love it's great all right you guys we're gonna take a quick break we are so excited we have such a good show today we're gonna talk about like we said the, the foods that you're going to eat your feelings the with today. The theme of the day, eat your feelings. Eat your feelings. But we're also going to talk a little bit about an egg spoon controversy. I'm kind of excited to kind of dig down on this. We've got Nashville food tips for the travel lady who I went on a girl's everything. weekend. everything. We have a little, uh, we got some Sawadee Thai New Year to talk about. So Ooh. I know, lots of good stuff. Stay tuned. Hunker in, tuck down, tuck down, hunk, whatever. Hunker know. down Hunker and down, tuck in. Tuck in, get your coffee going. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie. March. I'm here with Elizabeth Reese this morning. Good morning, friends. Today, eat your feelings. Yes. Eat your feelings. Today is a day that we want to say you are allowed to eat mashed potatoes for breakfast. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Carbs and cheese. Carbs, Carbs and cheese. cheese. Carbs, Carbs and cheese. cheese. I love this. Mm-hmm. Today's show is brought to you by Jeep Nation because that's the only way I got here. Um, <laughs> 
not really. But uh, maybe four I should drive. Work. Yeah, four wheel drive is it. Always also, needed. If you are venturing out today in any way, shape, or form, please respect the plows. Um, I saw somebody trying to do one of those, like, I'm just going to speed up around this plow. I was like, what are you thinking, I know. man? I don't know. It's a it's a slow day. It's very icy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the I, my sister's flying to Chicago today, though, and she um, said all was on time at the airport this morning. So yeah. that's a good sign. Allie Kaplan left for Chicago last night, smartly. Yeah. I don't know how she's going to get home tomorrow, but that's another issue. Best of By luck the way, P.S., shout out to Allie Kaplan. I know we haven't really talked about this yet. This is really exciting. But. My girl has been named the editor in chief for Twin Cities Business Magazine. Isn't let's have a little, great? let's raise a little coffee mug to our girl, Cheers, Allie. Cheers, Allie. She said she's going to continue on being a shop girl. She will be a shop girl yep. at heart. So that's really great. You'll still be able to listen to her on My yep. Talk 1071. She will be here. She will be in uh, in her in her radio slot. But I think what's great is that I'm, and of course, this is a sister magazine to Minneapolis uh, St. Paul Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just moved down the hall a little bit. So I've not totally lost my best work wife. But um, <laughs> she is. Uh, uh, I'm excited to see what she does and livens up the business scene. You know, this and is exactly what I emailed her. I said that exact same thing to her in an email. We're getting a fast company, is what I'm going to tell you eventually. Like that magazine is going to rock. It's going to be great. It's exciting. Yeah. So congratulations to her. She, I think they have a replay this afternoon because they're not here. Um, all right. Good so, choice. I know. Good choice. They, yeah. Anyway. So anyway, I. You know what? A good thing to do is to read. Like this kind of weather makes me hunker down. I dig into the internet and I read some of the things that I have floating on my tabs. Yeah. If you dig into your magazines, you know, your bookmarked things. Yes. And so what have you been reading? And what are you obsessing about? So I want to talk about this egg spoon situation. I want to talk about it too. Because I I read this last week or the week before and I thought this would be a great conversation. So there's a controversy um, and I'm going to put the, and hope if you want to put that on the uh, Facebook, the New York Times wrote about what's uh, an egg spoon controversy. Now, way back in... Oh, God. When was it that she... So Alice Waters went on 60 Minutes. In 2009. Okay, thank you. In 2009. And I actually watched this one. I remember watching this. And what she did was she... you know, Alice Waters is basically the grandmother of all like natural food movement. Yeah, if you think all about it. farm to, you know, and high quality local yeah. food. Yeah. That is her the, deal. Yeah, exactly. And so she, Leslie Stahl is there interviewing her about this thing and she's in Alice's kitchen and Alice has a fire going in her hearth. Obviously. Her kitchen hearth. Yeah. And she says, Leslie, let me make you an egg. And she's like, okay. You know what I mean? That's kind of also a weird thing to offer someone as like, a guest meal or a guest snack, (laughs) but she takes out this very long handled cast iron or this sort of, uh, what do we call it? Forged spoon. Mm -hmm. And she cracks an egg into the bowl of the spoon and then cooks it over the open coals. Over the open flame. Yeah. Now that does seem very Alice Waters because I mean, Alice Waters, you know, she's the proprietor of Chez Panisse in Berkeley. And if you've, you know, read any of her books or you read about her, I mean, it is about, just breaking down the complexity into get the best ingredient that you can prepare it very, very simply so that you are not with attention with attention so that you're not being distracted by the bells and whistles. I mean, sort of the argument is that we have to froof and fluff up all this food because we're serving crap. If we would just serve really well-made, great ingredients, you have to do so little to them to make them shine. And that's the whole principle behind Chez Panisse. Right. And that's Alice Waters food philosophy. So then the controversy comes in when so people went bananas about this egg in the spoon and they were calling her basically so bougie and an elitist and elitist. And I mean, 
uh, there's a whole Anthony Bourdain said she's Paul Pot in a moo moo for God's sakes. Um, he said she used six cords of wood to cook one egg for Leslie Stahl. And it was like people. And I remember actually watching this segment and watching her cook it and feeling a little like, oh, this is not going to go over well. Like I already realized that this that she was portraying that it was being there was something about it that the way that they filmed it too, mm-hmm. you know, there was something about it that was sort of like. It was like a moment. It seemed too shishi. It seemed too it bougie. Seemed out of and, reach, yeah. yeah. And it seemed, yeah, snobbish and elitist, which is funny because that's the terms that we use with it. So basically, you know, saying to everybody, unless you're a very rich person, you know, who can take the time to cook an egg in a spoon over your hearth fire, who are you? And so this became this kind of idea and it kind of died away, but it has come back. The egg spoon controversy has come back. That's because they're selling an egg spoon. Because they're selling... An egg spoon for $250. (laughs) Which? And this is Alice's daughter. So Alice's daughter, who is part of the Food 52 gang, right? That's where she's doing it? Yeah. Um, And she is basically like, uh, she said, it's time. She's bringing back the egg spoon. And she's selling them. And here's the thing. There was a chef who posted a picture of her egg spoon and was like, I I don't care how bougie this is. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I want it. Right. Yeah. It's hand forged to Alice Waters specifications. But I think the the controversy and the backlash goes even one step further. It does. Which this part I thought was really interesting stuff. Yes. That it's not about... That it it really turned into if this were a man cooking with an insanely expensive, out of reach cooking gadget, would we call him snobbish or elitish? I have give you we? the have sous vide we? machine. Yes, right. So if you have a, a a male chef cooking an egg at a constant temperature in a water bath in a sous vide machine that nobody can afford or has the space for, I mean, you know, not the average person. Are we calling him out of touch and elitist? No, we're calling him a genius. We're calling him a genius. And we're calling her an elitist snob. Right. And is that fair? I mean, and and I don't really know where I stand in terms of my opinion on this, but I think that the conversation is fascinating because I think for so long, yeah, we have had food in particular. We have had things that men are applauded for that women are not. Yes. For a very long time. And it's something that I think you don't even realize. And that's the thing is like there's a discomfort. Like I was saying, I watched her and there was re- I was registering some sort of weird discomfort. And I think that's because of like I need her. You know, I don't understand why. But then I look at Frances Malman or, you know, who cooks with fire and does all these crazy things. And is not the nicest, you know, like the most moral human, I guess, on the planet, you might sure. want to say. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's the idea of, uh, you know, the same idea of like, why is it? Because we apply these. We want her to be homey and humble and, and a mom and all that kind of Which stuff. Which is what we always want from women, women. versus men. We want pushing the envelope, yeah. aggressive right. and doing innovative things where... I, what I do love about this is that Alice Waters is a person who stands by what she does yes. and who she is. Yes. And that 2009, she cooks this egg in this spoon for Leslie Stahl. It's all the backlash. And then here we are in 2018, buy one for 250 bucks. Here you go. Yeah. And I'm not going to apologize no. for it. and have it. And I'm going to make some more eggs in a spoon. Yeah. And that's and that. And if you want to do it, do it. Do it. And if you don't, don't. And in the Me Too era, you know, with everything else, that what I love is also that her... Uh, the person who is who forges this these egg spoons that are for sale is this in California. This woman named Sean Lovell, and she forges them by hand. And she's a female blacksmith, which one is one of also... the very very few in the country. 
And I think that that's like, why isn't that? Why isn't that? Why shouldn't that be worth 250 bucks? No kidding. So you can buy it on permanent collection. That's, that's what, what Fanny that's what Singer's okay. website is. Yeah. Yes. But Food 52, also a great site for yes. so many right. ridiculously wonderful. And P.S. Things. 5% of each sale goes to the Edible Schoolyard Project, which is what Alice, you know, began as part of her very important life's work of connecting people to food. Fanny is also selling a wool double crepe coat in navy for $1,200. <laughs> Are you shopping now? Yeah, this is sort of like goop of I know food. But By the way, uh, Mr., you know, Anthony Bourdain, basically he conceded that there was, I mean, I think everybody's learning, right? I think he sort of said there was a little bit of sexism baked into the egg spoon wars and that, you know, he said for him, of course, it's not about gender equity. It's just stupidity. So we'll see about that. I don't know. The egg spoon is beautiful. Yeah. I, 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 I would maybe try to find one. I'm not paying 250 bucks for them. Let's just be clear. No, I'm not either. But I, I like that. I always like that idea of finding the best ingredients you can and just not mucking them up. Yeah, I know. I actually, I have a, I have something that's a little bit like this. It's an antique sandwich press that's oh goes over yeah. your your fireplace a or in you know, those. those little those are like toasty sandwiches. People use them for camping too. Yeah, so I just put sourdough and butter in there. That's yeah. it, and salt and pepper, and that's all I want. It's beautiful. Oh, that's all I it's want major. all the time. I know we're gonna have that later mm-hmm. because we are eating our feelings today. All mm-hmm. right, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about. We're gonna dig into the things that you need to eat today because you're snowbound. So that's just the deal. Or drink, too. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hopefully you are cuddled into some, hopefully you got some, like, Uggs on and you've got, you know, maybe some turmeric ginger tea going. Find a friend to bring you a chocolate croissant from Belcour. (laughs) Like the friend that I found. Her name is Stephanie March. And in the break, I just took another bite and said, this croissant is giving me so much joy. So much joy. I'm not kidding you. This is the gift. I will say, I mean, I I try not to overstate how much I am happy that Belcour is in my Wyzetta neighborhood because I just got to say, like, it's on my way. It makes me want to move to Wyzetta. It's on my way, you guys. For a myriad of reasons. Let's talk about how people in Wyzetta are living. Uh, Lap of luxury. (laughs) I don't even understand. How do you get there? How do you make yourself alive? I always, whenever I'm in Wyzette, I look at my husband and I said, I said, we have, we have good jobs. Listen, Why are we not here? Listen, listen, you need to focus on getting out my way because if you move in my area, boondockish, <laughs> there's acreage for you <laughs> for your farm. You could do that. And then Wyzette becomes your little town. That's true. That would be fantastic. Instead of going to Afton, stop with if that. If Chopper 5 would just come and pick me up every day for work, my <sighs> world would be so much better. Can someone arrange that? Chopper yeah. 5? Chopper I'll 5. I'll build a helicopter pad in Who my can we call about that? farmland. I think that'll work. We'll call some people. I don't know. So today, happens. you guys, maybe you need a chopper to uh, to get in and out of anything. I, I basically texted my mom this morning and said, you're not leaving, are you? You're oh, staying. No. You're hunkering down right yeah that's what we're gonna do we're gonna do movies yep um i just posted a photo of the pork that i have going in the slow cooker because we're gonna do um I, I love doing a pork shoulder in the slow cooker and i know that it can be better if i braise it in the oven but i love the joy of the slow cooker yep because it's just easy and it's done i'm thinking i want to flood the house with the smell of the pork so i may actually do it in the oven then do it yeah, i may pop great. into the grocery store on the way home and someone said that there's a lot of bogo meat at lund's byerly's right now what you gotta do is get yourself a deep freeze and get a half a hog at a time and then I guess know. what you always have meat. pork shoulder how much pork shoulder did you get with your half hog like how um, many pounds i don't well i probably got like four or five um four pound roasts okay Pork shoulder roast, yeah. like pork butt, pork yep. shoulder. And then, you know, there are a couple of other yep. ones that essentially cook yep. to the same thing. Yeah. So it's just called a different thing. So, yeah. And I, I got a half a hog 
we bought a half a hog and a quarter of a cow at the same time um, a few months ago and have just been working through it. I'm already out of ground pork. I Are use you ground really? pork we, so much because I make meatballs so much. I'm constant. I make my own sausage with like like my own bulk sausage with my own seasoning. Yeah, which is the easiest thing because newsflash: sausage is just pork. With and spices. seasoning. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. I mean, if you're going to case it, you're in a different, yeah. you know, realm than me, but I'm yeah. not doing that. Uh-uh. And yeah, it's been great. And then I always have the meat ready to go. Yeah. And then I never have to think about if it's on sale because it's already was on sale. Right. Because you already have it. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. That's the next. Well, that's next winter. I saw a deep freezer at Costco last weekend, 179 bucks. It was like the same one that I have. Are you kidding? Yeah, I'm a new Costco member. It's really great. It's very exciting. No, I love the Costco. I've always loved the Costco because and then you buy, I also buy a huge amount of Arct- like uh, Arctic char and I buy those big, like they have great salmon there too. See? And then you cure that, you and know, with like at, a quick cure, yeah. a little saltwater cure. I did that on Easter. That was amazing. It's delicious. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So what do I, we kind of want to talk about some of the things that you are, um, that you could, you could make today or you're loving. What is your thing with... Uh, <laughs> adaptogens. Okay, what is so that? Adapt. I'm drinking adaptogens this morning, Stephanie. Thank you so much for asking. I, I really needed to them. understand what that was because that seems comforting. So the headline that I created for you, Steph, was "Move Over Bone Broth, Collagen, and Turmeric because adaptogens are all the rage." So I was, um, I you know I'm into superfoods. Yes, I like to think about ways to add great things into my diet instead of obsessing over what to take away. Exactly. We are all about adding in and not what to subtracting. Take, like when you add really good stuff, then you can flood out a lot of the garbage. Yep. And then you're kind of, you're just it's eating a more natural real foods. thing too. Yeah. And you feel better in the whole deal. So adaptogens, you're probably going to be seeing this is a big buzzword. And, um, you know, a lot of people drink green tea for antioxidants. People are familiar with ginger. People are familiar with garlic as an immunity booster. Yep. Adaptogens um, come from mushrooms in a lot of places. And what's cool about them is that they are non-toxic. They apparently um, produce a response in the body that helps to combat multiple stressors, including physical stressors in our life, chemical or biological agents. And um, there's a Russian scientist who first coined this term. And then there were some doctors who created the formal definition. So that's what I'm what I'm getting this from. And adaptogen has a normalizing influence on physiology. So it helps to take any sort of stress that you have from whatever reason, and it helps to normalize that. So stress is really, you know, stress is a good thing, yeah. but too much of it is a really bad thing. Yep. And a lot of us have a lot of stress. So it's a way to just incorporate these superfoods into your body to help combat the stress and therefore boost your immune system, make you more resilient, have more energy. Is this the mushroom coffee? This is the mushroom coffee. That you coffee. talked about last time? Yeah. So there are there are adaptogens in lots of different plants, mushrooms being one. Maca is one, if you've yeah. heard of maca. So mm-hmm. you can buy powdered maca and you can add that to smoothies. It sort of has like a peppery butterscotch flavor. Yep. yep. Um, there are mushrooms like ashwagandha and lion's mane and chaga and these different adaptogens which you can seek out for sort of different types of stress or different energy levels um i've been drinking this mushroom coffee from this company called four sigmatic yeah and it's like a little packet of instant coffee with lion's mane mushroom powder in it it doesn't taste like mushroom at all so but it is it is coffee there is caffeine in it still in this blend okay, yeah. okay. But you can also buy just like holly roberts here yep. at my talk 1071 
I talked to her the other day and I said, okay, what's happening with mushrooms? Are you doing mushrooms? She's like, oh, I put them in. I put the adaptogens in my coffee every day. And you can buy like different powders to just add a tiny bit in and it won't taste like coffee. Interesting. But okay. it's all about these. Um, what it does is it helps to avoid your body reaching this point of collapse or overstress because it can adapt around the problem. That's why they're called adaptogens. It really, it, at its core, is about helping the body deal with stress, and it comes from amazing plant sources. And I, you know, I just really believe that food is medicine, and plants are so important, and we can be incorporating these things into our diets to really help us feel great. So I will it's tell. It's really cool. I will tell you that I, you were the first one who ever talked to me about mushroom coffee, and so yeah. then I was like, oh, well, a new little place opened in St. Louis Park called Vibe Juice Bar. What are they doing? They have mushroom coffee. Yes, on the menu. So you walk in, you get a cup of mushroom coffee, and you leave. And I don't just don't be afraid because it's not like mushrooms. Like no, I, it's I'm drinking coffee. And it's coffee, and it just has a little bit of this mushroom powder yeah. in it, which is which the mushroom is the adaptogen. And I will tell you that I ordered a cup of it and she said, do you want to put a little coconut oil in there? And she's like, that's how I do it. That is not the way I should have gone because I was, the coconut oil was like a slick on top and yeah. I wasn't used to it. And it was like, all I was getting was coconut oil. You can really only do the coconut oil if you're going to commit to your Vitamix and you're going to blend that's it. That's what I th I kind of assumed that's what she meant and it was just sitting on top. It no. was literally a slick. Yeah, don't do that. And I basically was drinking coconut oil. Yeah, I don't bad. like that. I think I've put coconut oil in my mushroom coffee, but only when I'm going to blend yeah. it in my Vitamix. Yeah, mm -hmm. so because you need to make that emulsion kind of, or, you know. then it, Yeah, it emulsifies. Yeah, emulsifies. And so then it's like mixed in. But so I will say this, the coffee itself, it was... Delicious and it tasted like coffee. It's fun to it mix. Taste you like can mushrooms. put like cocoa powder in it. Like I put in my mushroom coffee, I put a little bit of cocoa powder, a little bit of cinnamon, um, and then you could do like cream. Or you do that you in the basket? Are you doing it like with the grounds or how are you so mixing the it? The kind in? that I'm buying is just instant. a packet of instant coffee okay. with the mushroom powder, but you can buy it and put it through your coffee machine. The thing is, my husband isn't drinking it. And so right. you don't I'm just not do doing the whole a whole thing. pot. Right. I just want to do one little thing. But people say that. It's helped them with sleeping better. Listen, if you're a parent, you need to sleep. Yeah. I really need to sleep. Uh -huh. But it helps um, any kind of with like with stress. You do need to be a little careful if you're um, pregnant or nursing, like which ones you're using. So I've done some investigating to that. So just okay. be nervous about that because they really are like real, strong, fantastic herbs. I love it. And don't overdo it. Don't have like, you know, tablespoons a day. <laughs> Right. Well, like with anything, that's exactly what Hanson would do. She would like when she overdosed on chias, like chia seed. All she of a sudden she was eating chia seeds. every she was like glopping it in the break time. I was like, what are you eating over there? And she would throw just spoonfuls of chia in her face. And it was like, oh, honey, yeah, come on. You're going to get back. some sort of stomach ache. No, but she did. She loved it. I'm fascinated by adaptogens. So cozy up. You can make the cocoa and. Get some adaptogens going okay. on. I love this. We're gonna put this. Uh, we're gonna put this this whole adaptogens thing on Facebook, and then we can um, on our Facebook page. We'll learn about them. You guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna have Ask Stephanie portion of the show coming up, and our number is six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you want to call in, we have a couple of callers online. We're gonna say hold, and we'll take you guys right after the break. We want to hear about what you guys are cooking when you're snowbound. Snowbound cooking today. It's gonna be great. We'll be right back. This is Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Elizabeth Reese. Good morning. It is so fun to be with you on Eat Your Feelings Day. It is Eat Your Feelings Day. And we I know, April, it's 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 going to be a hard one this weekend. But I think, you know, if you if you buffet your world with food, everything will be fine. Just focus on making something. We've got I have pork shoulder in the crock pot. I'm going to be making banana bread with my little three year old when we get home today. Oh, She's yeah, very much looking forward to that. 
You got to just focus on some fun projects. I don't know. Maybe get a little bit of the basement organized. Whatever. Something. Something. So this is the portion of the show, you guys, when you want to call in 651-641-1071 or you want to send us a little note. We do have Terry on the line. Terry, how are you? Hi. I'm great. How are you, ladies? Great. What can we do for you today? Well, I recently lost my sister-in-law. Oh, so sorry. Thank you. Um, She was an avid baker, so I have many, many close to 100 cookie cutters Oh, and uh, a huge bin of cookbooks. Oh. And I'm just wondering if you have any ideas for me. Like for donating them or for? Yes. I know you do your cookbook exchange. We do. And that would be something that I would be willing to keep until then. Okay. Or, um, yes. And you know anybody that could use them? Well, I would say if you can hold on to them, we are going to do another cookbook swap. Great. In, um, I think we have them, you know, kind of in the late summer, early fall kind right. of time. I think we've done them in October. Is that or yeah, it was August right. or September, October? So we are planning to do another one because we all have a lot of stuff. And otherwise, Arcs Value Village, if you have a way that you need to kind of, you know, shuffle off some of them. But I would say hold on to them and we'll just, we'll have, we'd love to see what you have because they'll go to Arcs Value Village after we can help get them there for you, if you can get them to us. Okay, and then the cookie cutters are value. Yeah, also? I would send. I oh, would yeah. donate it to those guys. They do such a good stuff with it. And people, I was just telling Elizabeth that I basically am lamenting the fact that I saw a cast iron skillet there, you guys, last weekend, and I forgot to go back and grab it. So they have tons of great stuff there. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks, oh, Terry. We're sorry about your loss, yeah. too. I hope you can pack up like a couple special ones and keep them in memory. Yeah, yeah, keep a little bit. All right, we also have Ben on the line. Hey, Ben, what's going on this morning? This is Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I was sharing what we're going to be doing for the inbound with the snow. Oh, yeah, what yes, are you making? what do you got? Right. Our theme is defiance. So I'm moving the grill over by the patio door, and we're grilling steak. I think that's so. fantastic. I ben, love that. I love it. Will you guys please wear some shorts and get some tiki drinks going too? There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll head out there, make some snow angels, and uh, grill by the. Oh, will grill. you tag us if you post it? Yeah. <laughs> please do. I love it. Well oh done, my gosh. you. Have fun. Well Thanks, defiance. Ben. I know. I love that. Okay, we have Dara on the line too. Dara, are you there? I am. Oh, what's going on today? What's your deal? Well, I'm wondering, what's your favorite Instant Pot recipe? Oh, well. Good question. You're the Instant Pot. I know, you guys. I have, I mean, I've been doing whole chickens lately. Really? I've been doing them in 40 minutes. So I've been doing five pound whole chickens in 40 minutes instead of buying the rotisserie birds. That's great. And so to me, that's my quick and easy first and favorite thing. And what I've also been doing is I do the whole chicken. I pull it out and I let it cool. And while it's pulling, I do the risotto. Like this to me is what you could do today. And then you start your risotto Mm -hmm. and then you kind of get, and then you mix it all together at the end. That's kind of what I think I would do if I was in. So when you're doing the roast chicken in the instant pot, or you're not getting like the crispy skin, right? Right? Crispy. It's a right. pulled chicken situation. So the same as like a rotisserie, which we're yeah. not having crispy skin. Yeah, I don't eat the skin on the rotisseries anyway. No, because they get mushy. I know. What about you, Dare? Do you have a favorite that you love already? Well, um, just a quick question. When you say whole chicken, do you actually cut it up or do you put it in whole? I put it in whole. Oh. Yeah. I just stick the bird in there. I'm not, not kidding yeah. you. I have a five. I have a six quart and usually I can't go much above a five pound. But if I get a five pound bird, that easily just crams right in there. And so I you just, have the smaller instant pot, right? I, I no, I have the regular. I mean, that's, six quart is standard. That's the standard one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to just jam it in there and then seal it up, man. 
What do you think? Fantastic. Okay. I'll try it. Go for it. Thank That's you. such a Thanks, great Sarah. idea because then you make that, you make one of those once a week and then you can yeah. make chicken salad. Oh, and I keep, and then the water that you're using to, because you need at least some water in there for the steam and the pressure and everything else, you know, then I, what I do is I take that out and then I, I pour that into a bowl. I shred all my chicken. And then after I'm done with whatever else I'm doing, then I put the bones back in and I make stock oh, great. out of it. So it's, it's such a win-win and it's so easy to do because again, it's something you don't have to watch it. You don't have to think about it. It's just over on the side doing its job. My sister has been making bone broth in the instant pot and she made it so quickly. And then she was messaging my other sister and I, you know, we've got our group text going about food all the time. And she said the great thing is that then it also doesn't make your house smell like broth yeah. for two days. Because I cook Stephanie my Myers bone broth. Yeah, yeah, bone broth in the crock pot. I do for like 20, I, I do it for at least 24 full hours. Yeah. Which then means that it is a real aroma. At first it's great. And then when you come home the next day, I you're kind of like, I wish I, that wasn't I, happening. I super love it, but I'm just telling you. Okay, let's go to some of the Facebook questions or answers, you guys. So we're talking about eating our feelings today because that's just going to happen. <laughs> I love that Ben was in defiance. That was one of my favorites. I also, grilling. Christina has also said, I might grill brats to spite the weather. I yes. love that we have this idea that we're, we're actually, a, we're going to make it feel bad. The weather. <laughs> but there's a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches with roasted tomato soup. That sounds good. Uh, chicken and beef chili last night. Uh, Sherry, she made it for her neighbors. So she's having leftovers. That's a great idea. Jan, chicken and dumplings. Definitely comfort food for me. We don't, and don't we want comfort during a blizzard? That's in a April. good idea. And you know, the nice thing too with chicken and dumplings is you could like t- top them with a whole dusting of fresh herbs to like brighten it up a little bit. Yes. Oh God, that sounds really good. I yeah. Know. So that you're not just completely soaked into the whole. Just like a bunch of dill and parsley yeah. and, you know, toss it all on top. Uh, Alyssa is making a vat of mac and cheese yes <laughs> carbs and cheese carbs and cheese carbs and cheese there is someone who just said yes yeah, susan said carbs just carbs just carbs. i love this okay so shannon says we along with our neighborhood friends are having a sit-down dinner tonight with pheasant wild rice soup a green salad beef tenderloin asparagus homemade cherry pie homemade vanilla ice cream and a yet to be determined determined dessert i am making today whoa we still need to figure out the welcome cocktail any suggestions um, oh, I would make something with like grapefruit and yes. rosemary. Oh gosh, that would be perfect, and especially like a with pheasant. Yeah, like a paloma. Yeah, like a paloma. Wait a minute. What if they just had tequila with orange and lime? That's it. This is my new drink, yep. and I'm drinking it all the time. Just tequila on the rocks. Casamigos is really delicious on the rocks with orange and lime. Why not? Like but orange, think, like you're squeezing an orange in there yeah. or are you putting juice in no, there? No, you're squeezing an orange you're, in like there. It, like it's like a lime. Like an orange wedge. Yeah. Yeah, like a lime wedge and you put them together. But I think, um, yeah, like some tequila with rosemary and grapefruit. Ugh, yeah. Something with like a little bit of herb and then I feel like a little punch of citrus would be really fun for a welcome cocktail. Yeah, I do too. And something not strong. You want to have it be light because mm-hmm. you don't want to wallop them on the way in. You could also do just like a really nice sparkling rosé. I was going to say a bubbles, just a nice easy bubbles with even if you wanted to put a little like tincture in there or something mm-hmm. that just gives it a little boost of, you know, even like a bitters in there. Yeah, or something like that. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be okay. An aperitivo. I think a little Lillet you know, a little, uh, which is Lille Blanc mm-hmm. on ice with a basil leaf for some thyme. Yeah, do some that sort would of be great. herb on the top. Let's have that. Let's have that. Of the cocktail. <laughs> because then you'll smell it and you'll feel fresh. I think this is the only hope for us right now. I know. Is we have to just incorporate some herbs. I have on my windowsill just parsley in a jar, dill in a jar, just sitting there. Yep. Because nothing will grow in that windowsill. It gets too cold. But I just buy the cut herbs and yep. then put them. And you basically in water. use them like flowers. Yeah. 
and then have them and in it my makes you feel good windowsill. Yeah. Then I um, Kayla, uh, Kaylee says she wants to eat her weight in mussels in black bean sauce. Wow. I'm down with that. That is a good idea. That's great. I know. Chicken wings, um, brownies. Julie just took brownies out of the oven. Um, French onion soup. I like Lynn's idea. Beer. Lots of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sarah's got turkey breast in the crock pot now and cheesy potatoes will go in the oven soon. Yes. I love this. This is 10 in the morning. <laughs> because it's just like, what are we going to do today? We're going to eat something. Turkey breast in the crock pot is something that I do not do enough. And I always think like I should be just picking up a turkey breast and doing that instead of like doing chicken breasts. Right. And you could probably do that in the instant pot too yes. and then just shred it. Yeah. And it would oh, be yeah. fabulous. In fact, someone had I posted a tip in the Instant Pot about shredding using a hand mixer, like an actual, like a, what, the old beater kinds. Oh. And that's how you shred your chicken. Instead of the two forks. Yeah. Instead of like getting into it, just, you know, brrr, like blending it almost. But it doesn't liquefy it. It just pulls it. It just pulls it and yeah. makes it nice and shredded. I know. Well, thanks, you guys. We are. We do have. So, Laura, we're going to take you after the break because we just saw your your con, your phone call. So we're going to take a quick break. You guys, we're going to come back with the second hour of the Weekly Dish. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit.